Hello, hello, you're listening to Lyrical Audio Candy Tour. This is where we explore books, music, poetry, and quotes that please every taste. So, come on, let's go. Literary treats await. Lyrical Audio Candy Tour. This is where we explore books, music, poetry, and quotes. I've been thinking, oh, I should make a little jingle. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, uh, I'll be uh, giving that some thought. It's it's a little harder than it looks. Okay, so I am I am just chatting with you at nine forty six in the evening. I'm just going to give you a quick update. This is not going to be a formal type of thing. So I had my first PT visit, and I tell you. From that one PT visit, I feel like a brand new woman mentally because he was a very nice, uh, you know, some people are super loud and some people are quiet and some people are whatever, but he was one of the more mild mannered people. Um, You know, sometimes it's in the morning and you go into an area and, and somebody's like super boisterous or just like they've had maybe 10 cups of coffee. He was completely the opposite. He was not like that. Very uh, gentle, welcoming, careful, intellectual person. And I can tell that he's good at what he does. So I'm very, very, very excited to trust my health (laughs) with him. And um, he gave me six exercises to do and I've done them because I'm very meticulous. I'm very, like if somebody tells me that, tells me I need to do these certain things, uh, this many intervals for this many times for this many seconds. Okay. Who's going to do that? I will. I, I am very, very diligent. So I've been doing that. Um, I have been doing everything that everyone has told me with flying colors, uh, I deserve an A plus plus. So, um, I'm proud to say that today I got about an inch heel space. I got about an inch away from eh, maybe two inches. I don't know. I didn't have a measuring stick. I'm just kind of eyeballing it. Maybe inch, inch and a half roughly away from the um, exact spacing, the range of motion. So for example, if you're laying down and you bring your left leg all the way up to where it's comfortable, and then you bring your right leg up the same way. So your knees are bent. Um, it takes me probably a, almost a full set of back and forth, back and forth, back and forth slowly to get anywhere near the same range of motion but by the second set near the end I was about an inch away maybe inch and a half so I was pretty proud of that um so I've been doing the PT twice a day in my home and so that means I have about five or six days left until I see the doctor again to show him my progress and depending on my progress that means that the surgery 
potentially could come earlier um, or on time. I don't know. Maybe they have protocols they have to freaking follow, and then maybe I'm trying hard, <laughs> you know, like trying to be so diligent um, because I really do want to get this show on the road. But hindsight, yeah, they probably have protocols they have to follow. Um, what else? What else? Is it painful? Yes, it's painful. The funny thing is they put the exercise that's the hardest for the first one. Like that's the one you don't want to do. And that's pretty smart because it's, you know, you have to do it. That's the beginning of your thing. And um, that's the one, of course, you have to do twice a day. So basically it's you take like a little, either a towel, a strap or a belt. And I have a belt and I pull my leg up using the strength of the belt in my arm, pulling it up. Um, yeah, you bend your knee like that. Um, the other thing I've been working on is he asked me if I've been climbing stairs and I said, no, um, I haven't felt comfortable to do that. I felt very unsafe, unsteady. And, um, he said, well, we'll work our way up to you climbing steps and, I've actually started to not down steps because that would be scary, but upwards I've tested myself and I can actually slowly, because of the range of motion change, I can actually lift my leg up and put it on the step. And sometimes I have to put it out and in and then try to squeeze my cheeks and press up. And I haven't had any pain doing that in a very controlled fashion when my brace is on, so... I'm pretty excited about that. Um, just the littlest things. Climbing, climbing up stairs. I mean, oh my gosh. Like walking. Like he's like, we got to get your legs straight. That's the goal. We have to learn. You have to learn through the PT how to straighten your leg. Because it's a very important component to walking. And I'm like, okay, yeah, you're right. Because I've been doing the basically the the shuffle, the straight leg shuffle. And um, because of the PT, it, it forces you in these certain exercises to straighten your leg, even though it feels like there's something in there. Um, but I've started to walk relatively good with the brace on. I mean, I'm slow. I'm so slow. But, um, I mean, just, just walking is a chore and, um, but this is because of, you know, the knee displacement and, and the ACL tear and the meniscal tear and two meniscal tears and the injury I sustained and, um, your brain, I mean, your brain just sort of says no no, I'm not, I'm not doing that because I felt pain when I did that and I'm not doing it again. So your body starts to sort of shut down the connections and that's what PT is. PT basically, physical therapy basically forces that mind-body connection again and it's so important. Like if I didn't go to this PT, I don't know where I'd be. Like someone gave me permission. Yes. Yes. You can 
sit in this position and you can move your leg in this way and it will not hurt you. It will strengthen you. And just for someone to say that and encourage me and give me a list to do that really has made all the difference for me. So um, it kind of gives you a sense of power back almost like, like, oh my God, I, you know, I can actually take control in this and, and do something about this and make things better. So, <laughs> and it was kind of a rude awakening when I got there. He's like, okay, so we're going to get you a baseline measurement of what your leg on your one side is. And then we're going to get a baseline measurement of what your other leg is. And the one leg was like 140 or 49 degrees on one side. And then the other leg was like 109 or 110. He's like, yep, by the time you have your surgery, they're going to be equal. I'm like, oh my God, like I can't even, I can't even fathom it. I can't even, you know. Um, but I will get there diligently, uh, putting in effort, being the diligent person that I am. So this is what's on my mind lately. And I apologize if I feel like a broken record, but I'm sure the people that care about me would maybe want to know about what's going on. Um, I've learned a few things during all of this, um, that I've learned several things, actually. Um, you know, I don't want to say, I don't want to say that this was a destiny thing, because I don't believe in destiny. But before I did go to that class, I said to myself, okay, take it easy. Your one knee is not your your bad knee, which is actually... <laughs> okay, now I have two bad knees. The knee that does not have the ACL tear was considered my bad knee. And I told myself, your knee is not fully back to where it should be. Why don't you just take it easy today? You know, don't work too hard. But the thing about me is that I always try hard. And if I would have just listened to myself and just said, just, you know, just take it easy. <laughs> I don't know. Perhaps I wouldn't be in this spot today, but I would have done it somewhere else. You know what I mean? It's like a couple weeks ago, I took this class. It was a, it was a hit style. It was a substitute hit style. And there were all these like high knee jumps and all this stuff. And I didn't do them. I just went like, part way and because something told me that I should just not do them I didn't feel right about it and I don't know some days you gotta listen to that inner voice you know and which leads me to some other thoughts is I also believe in um trying hard obviously but uh, you know the old saying work smart not hard <laughs> well uh, I kind of feel like for my future 
I will train. I will try to get back to what I was, but I am going to be very, very, very conscious of what I do to protect my knees. So um, now that I have two knees that have been having issues, I think I'm going to possibly be a different animal. Um, I think my high-intensity days are maybe limited, and I hate to say that, but I think they are. Um, I think sometimes you have to look at your limitations and not view them as negatives, but view them as what they are and you can work around them. And I don't believe in excuses. Um, you can still cross train and do other things that can fill your soul and make you feel good as a person and, you know, I've already proven to myself, I'm really rambling. It's like 12 minutes. I, you know, I've sat in a chair and I've done the arms for Ula songs. I've sat in a chair and I've done that. You know, I've danced in a chair and maybe that's not as fun, but like on some psychological level, it made me feel good. So even though you're dancing in a chair, you're still dancing. You know, just half of your body is dancing. And the most important part that's dancing is is your mind because you're doing the chore- choreography and you're remembering the moves. And I wasn't watching anyone. I was just doing it on my own and remembering the things. So... Um, yeah, I've also learned that life is short and if you have an opportunity to do something, you should probably do it. There have been actually a couple things that I've done in the last couple months that I was going to put off. And I am so happy that I've done them because it's going to be probably a good solid six months to a year before I will be able to physically do anything that requires a lot of physicality, like major physicality. Um, Yeah, it set my plans back for sure. Um, But those plans are set in motion and... I've uh, I've learned that this is one life and that uh, don't die don't die with regret don't don't die with with um, that bucket list not addressed because um, life can throw you things you never would expect. So, and you know what? All the money sitting in the bank doesn't do anything. So stop being so goddamn stingy and, you know, oh. I mean, yeah, save money for a rainy day and save money for emergencies. But if you have a little extra and you've always wanted to do this certain thing and you have the time and you have 
the resources. My goodness. Do it. You know, that's, that's just the way I see it. And, um, yeah, because you never know what life will throw you. Okay. I think that's all I have to say. Um, oh, I bought (laughs) for my upcoming, um, surgery. So the word on the street is that I'll have to be, um, on crutches, no weight on my surgical leg for about six weeks. So, you know, at least for the last roughly two weeks, I've been able to put some weight on it and learn to walk again. Um, but the six weeks I won't be able to put any weight and I'll be using crutches, which I'm really nervous about because a couple days of crutches has really affected my, my other leg. Um, but to complicate matters, you know, you have to go to the bathroom. So I was thinking, how am I going to get up and go to the bathroom? I bought a commode, like a bedside commode. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) I mean, at the age of 45, I never thought I would have to buy a bedside commode. I also bought, um, some, uh, you know, like where you take a bath and, but it's not a bath. It's like a bath towel, like, you know, the disposable bath towels. Yeah. I bought some of those. Um, I bought some no rinse shampoo. What else? Uh, what else did I buy? Yeah. I don't know. Probably a couple other things that I never thought I would have to buy, but this is really going to give me a completely new appreciation in my career for people that are going through surgeries, through the surgery I'm going through, um, taking showers after surgical stuff. I mean, I'm going to have such a different viewpoint and such, I mean, I've always had empathy for people and sympathy or whatever the definition of either one is, but I can always put myself in other people's shoes and but I'm really going to put myself in their shoes. I know exactly what they're feeling. I know the fears that they have. And it's just going to make me a better uh, better person in my job. So I think um, those are silver linings to this whole thing. So, yeah, I think that's about all. Um, what else? What else? I think that's about it. Okay, until next time, I don't have any literary treats for you. Um, Yeah, maybe just... The only literary treat would be... um, Carpe diem. (laughs) Carpe diem. Within reason, of course. Live to see another day, but carpe diem. Sleep well.